Hey oh, today we are talking about excuses or success. You may have guessed it because that is actually the title of this show. And this is like one of my favorite moments in you choosing to, de- to decide what happens in your life. This is like one of my favorite phases because seeing people walk through this Seeing people get to the other side of this is like, after that moment, everything shifts. And not everything like, oh my gosh, everything's fixed and we're all trillionaires and here we go. But like, once you give up on this idea that there's an excuse for anything, success is inevitable. But getting to the other side of excuses and scarcity and all of those things is hard. And, you know, I speak to it at the end, but I think it's hard because you realize how many people get stuck there and stop. And when you free yourself, (laughs) it's really hard to not go back and collect everybody. But there are some people that just are never going to be capable of thinking higher. And I think what's even harder with that, and that's what I'm experiencing right now, is that eventually that means that you've outgrown the people in your circle for a little bit of time until they grow to where you are. But if you're continually growing, they're never going to catch you. And that doesn't mean that you can't still hang out and have conversations. That means you probably just need hire people to help you go even further because at some point people aren't going to be able to catch you anymore and yeah i don't know i don't know that's that's all that's a unexpanded on thought at this point but really today we're just breaking down this idea of choosing excuses or success and it's one or the other Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday working through this really painful 
point in my life and we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world and the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, Let's all go out and change the world, however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, oh my gosh, you're looking amazing. Look at you go. Okay. Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in all of our beautiful greatness. We can't even help ourselves anymore. Mm. My great thing from life right now. You know, honestly, my great thing right now is just like putting the vibe out and letting the universe surprise me. And this is something that I've been working on getting better at, right? And like calming myself. And yesterday is a perfect example. Calming myself and just allowing myself presence and not beating myself up because I should be doing X, Y, or Z. Because so often my life will like, just, it'll just flow and not flow. And for the longest time, I, and I would say a good majority of last year, definitely a good majority of season two, I would hate myself for wanting to take a nap or for having to be distracted with paying a bill or getting groceries or X, Y, and Z. And I beat myself up. I should be working. I should be doing this. I should be X, Y, Z. I should be not focused on my kids right now. I should be an entrepreneur. I should be, should, 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 right? Because we should do everything. And a great way to stop yourself from doing anything is shooting yourself to death. Nah. Okay. I have forgiven all the shoulds. And yesterday, however the day worked out, it was just like, we're, we're off this morning. We're off. And I don't know what that means. I don't know when the opportunity to work will be but I'm going to trust that it's going to come, that it will be here, that it will arise, that there will be an opportunity for me to focus on work, but I have to let go of the resistance of this moment. I can't lose all of my energy beating myself up for not being able to do the things that I need to do right now. It will flow. It will come back. It will happen. I'm not worried, right? And so allowing myself to live in that flow, to be in that moment, to do whatever it is that I'm doing right then and there, that's where I need to be. And that's been something that I haven't been great at, but that I'm working on getting better at. And so that looks like 
me closing the door because I have a five-year-old that's up. That looks like me walking into the grocery store yesterday, feeling overwhelmed, feeling anxious because I should do all of these things right now. I could be working right now, but instead I'm getting groceries. Oh my gosh. And then I'm driving out of the grocery parking lot and I'm like, okay, let's just get home. You could get four more hours of work in before you need to go do this other thing. Like, Let's just get home. And then I realized that the whole point of coming here was also to change the oil while we grocery shopped. But I went to the grocery store that was closest to me, probably because I was like anxiously playing out my day in my mind. And so I didn't even allow myself to focus on what I actually needed to do. And yeah, then I made decisions that weren't true to what I needed to happen. And then it took me longer. And so partway through the grocery store visit, I was like, you are not beating yourself up for this. This is where we're flowing. We're flowing to go get groceries, to get prepped for the week. Like, let's just let yourself be here. You're here anyways, right? You can't, you, you can't get out of this. This is where you are right now. So why the abuse? Why? Why feel bad for what you could or shouldn't be doing? Like, you're right here. Get the most out of where you are, Hannah. Get the most out of this trip. Be here. And then I was. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to find an opportunity and freedom to work later. I don't have to worry about this moment right now. It's okay. And. Then guess what happened? Then I take my kids to a volleyball camp. I'm like, oh, I need to find them a babysitter. Like, it would be great to have uninterrupted time to work where I could just really focus in. And I just let that go too. Like, uh, it'll happen. And guess what? Oh, yeah. Do you, oh, we want to do a play date right now. Right now. You know what we got? We're ready to go. We can take your kid. I'm like, oh, just one. Well, that's still an uninterrupted. Yeah, that'll work. And then they end up just taking both out of nowhere, right? Like, let's go. We'll we'll take your little one too. We're just going to the park. Like, let's go. And this was nothing that I asked for. This was just the universe being like, you know what? Because you just allowed flow to happen, we're going to flow that time back. And I asked for it. Like, I need time to be able to, to do this. And so someone's going to have to show me how that happens. And boom, shaka laka, folks. This is not fake. This is real. This is just real. And I love having real life examples of how this could all play out. But so often we beat ourselves up. We drain all of our energy. And I did that the last two weeks. And I know that I've done that for a lifetime prior We drain all of our energy beating ourselves up because we should, could, would be doing all these things. And we're beating ourselves to oblivion. We're not even giving ourselves a fighting chance, right? And then we beat ourselves up so much that we just give up on the day and we decide that we're going to start tomorrow. Well, at 3.30 p.m., after I hadn't accomplished anything that I needed to accomplish, I certainly could have given up on the chance of some random play date happening, but I didn't. 
I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just like, you know what? This is where we are. Whatever I get done, it's, it's just going to be a result. Like, it'll just happen however it's supposed to happen. It would be amazing, right? If I could go home and work on an interrupted for a couple of hours. But again, however that's supposed to flow, it's going to. And so I just trust that the universe is going to open up opportunities for me. And I trust that everything in my life is abundantly aligned with where I need to be. And I have to do a better job just trusting that. And yesterday I did. I, I acknowledged the anxiety that I was feeling, right? And anxiety is thinking about the future, not being in the present. And I just said, you know what? We aren't there. So let's just be here. Let's be here. Let's get everything we need to. You don't need to be home for meetings until 1 p.m. You'll be fine. Be here right now. And I felt an overwhelming rush of time and abundance in reaction to marking that territory for myself. And it's something that I'm going to continue to get better at over time. This is new for me too. Hi! I don't know if we've met before, but in case this is your first episode, my name is Hannah Ness. I started this daily journal two years ago when I was struggling with where I go in life. I was feeling uninspired. I was feeling slightly manic, super depressed, super anxious. And I didn't know where I wanted to go from there, but I knew whatever I was doing was not getting the result that I wanted, which was passion and excitement for life. My life was uninspiring. Not that it wasn't great, just that I didn't want to be doing the things that I was doing. And so we set off onto this path of doing things that I wanted to do and deciding what life was going to look like for me and really deciding what I wanted out of this life. And then starting to take the first step forward. And the first step was the show. And so many steps have come into alignment after that, that it amazes me still to this day. And I know that we're only scratching the surface. And so in case this is your first show, this is a living, breathing example of how you take your life back, of how you decide that your life is worthy of being lived and fully experienced. This is that show. And you can walk with me on that path from day one. You could start all the way over at episode one. I will tell you to gird your loins, living your dream, trying to come back from a completely scarce and uh, terrible mindset for how you operate in the world. Coming back from that is gross. It's gross. And I can say I spent a good portion of that time angry, but... If you want to go back, it's there. This is my journey back to this place. But more than anything, it's everyone's journey. Right? Because the only way to get to the better life is to demand that you have a better life. Is to show up and plant your flag there. And never stop moving. And so, if you wanted 
a partner, I'm here. But my biggest goal here is that you graduate out of needing me, right? That you find support systems who can have these conversations with you every day so you aren't having them with a stranger on a podcast. That you build your network up to that point. That eventually you grow and move on. And you can say, yep, I really utilized that. And that was such a great thing because that was the catalyst, but that eventually you outgrow me. And maybe you teach me someday. (laughs) Right? So that's um, the death of a dream. That's the basis of this podcast. That is a never-ending growth pattern of what it takes to live life on your terms. And my great thing from yesterday was just acknowledging my own discomfort and allowing myself to feel that and then advancing myself to the present moment and allowing the universe to give me what I had asked for on its time, not mine. Okay, (laughs) that's all. Go ahead and take time. Recognize yourself for one great thing that you felt amazing about yesterday, right? Doesn't always have to be that you won a big trophy. Greatness needs to live in our day to day. If we create that frequency illusion for ourselves, we start living a more full, rich, and fulfilling life. This very act in and of itself is life-changing. So why wouldn't you do it? Why aren't you doing it yet? Just start. Write it down. Say it. Don't spray it. Um, Try it. Okay. Do that. Uh, So today we are talking about this amazing topic right? Excuses or success. And I say excuses or success because it's either or. It really is. And I love, love, love uh, when people, this is like one of my favorite steps out of the many. And someday as I'm actually writing book one on season one, I'm getting better at recognizing or like seeing people who are having their own experiences coming back from the death of their dream or from just like establishing that they want to decide what they want to do in life. Um, I'm realizing that there's a, a recurrence of steps that go along with this, that coincide usually, um, I don't know if I got super spiritual about it and someday I hope to be well enough informed to be able to speak to this and write to this, but I think it aligns really closely with the chakras and the healing of those, but there are specific lines in the sand moments where people get when they're going back to living life on their own terms. And so those line in the sand moments are super cool for me. And this is one of the biggest ones that I've seen is deciding that it's success, deciding that we no longer have the excuses. And that healing takes so much time and effort, but not for everyone. Right. For me, it was like a big, huge hurdle because I had grown up in such a scarce mindset and so many people around me practiced and preached scarcity. Scarcity as a result of everything. Scarcity as like 
The world is unabundant and scary. So don't try, just hang out. You know what? Protect yourself, do all these things and absolutely do all of those things. But scarcity was limiting my ability to find success and even try anything. It was like, oh no, don't go walk outside. You might get stolen. You might break your leg. You might twist your ankle. You might get ran over. You might die. You might all these things, right? And really, that's the reality that we all face. And you can't even just stand in your house and not face all of those realities. All of those things could happen at any given time. Everything, every single thing that you could think of and imagine could happen and play out wherever you are. I mean, some things are off the table, but like seriously, right? So why are we all sitting here going, ooh, ugh, better not try. Yikes. What might happen? Well, what might happen is that all of those things might happen and you'll spend time recovering from them and they'll be a part of your story. And that very thing may be what leads you down the exact path that you were looking for. Huh? Okay. You can't even say that. But like this moment, this one, where you decide that it's success for you, that there are no excuses, that scarcity takes a back seat because we don't think and feel that way anymore. And I can tell you that this is like learned and has to be practiced over and over and over again. And the more scarce an excuse ridden your population of people you surround yourself with, the harder it's going to be to escape that. But when this happens, all of a sudden it's like you have this whole new filter. And I teach this in um, culture work that I do, that it's like um, the easiest, and it's in change the culture, change the game. Um, these guys do work on cultures with Fortune 500 companies, but the easiest way to think of this is above the line, below the line thinking, and this is how they teach it in their book, and this is how they teach it when they work with corporations, but above the line, below the line thinking, and I remember having that moment where I learned this, and it sort of all clicked, and I was like, holy crap, right? And I was only applying it to the workplace at that point. And I was like, oh my gosh, all of the conversations I'm having are below the line. And specifically all of the conversations that I have that are below the line are happening with this one person. And like, it's not good for me. And then I started applying it further. Then I started applying it into my day-to-day -day life. How many conversations am I having with people that are below the line? And once we start talking vibrations and energies, this really is like low vibe, high vibe. Okay. What are high vibe conversations? What do they sound like? If you just had to guess. Oh, I don't know. Praise, excitement, fuel for other people's ideas that they want to put into this world. Love, love, love. Love. Okay, so what's a lower vibe or a below the line conversation? Hate. Hate. Gossip. Tearing other people down. 
Finding excuses, 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 hate, 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 excuses, 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 hate, scarcity, no possibility, no opportunity, no chance of succeeding, misery, acceptance of situations that you don't want to be in but you're not willing to work yourself out of. Yeah. And so once you realize that this is further applicable outside of just a workplace, but a workplace is a great way to start because you'll begin to understand how often this is happening. And then once you apply it to your life, you're going to see and not be able to exist without this filter. And that's not to say that you are instantly healed when you draw that line because it's going to be hard This will probably be one of the hardest battles. And I can tell you as someone who came from a very scarce and a very weak mindset, this is one of the hardest ones to heal. Because it isn't just something that gets better over time. It's something that you have to continue to work on. It's something that you have to actually throw people out of your lives if they can't create, if they can't react to what you're doing, eventually you're just gonna have to cut ties. So yes, you can guess. That means you may have to cut yourself out of situations, which may mean leaving a job, which may mean taking time off of family, which may mean not allowing yourself to be around that friend if they can't fix their behavior and their responses. It may mean continuing to meet with those people, but continuing to draw yourself out of the conversation, making them think, oh my gosh, she's changed. Yep, she has changed. Hi, I'm different. I don't want to be in low vibe conversations anymore. That energy is no good for me. And it may mean that when they were looking to confirm old beliefs that the world is scarce, that we talk bad about people, that we do this and they look to you because you were someone who helped them with those conversations. When they look to you, they don't get that feedback anymore. And they may not like that. And you may change the subject. And they may not like that either. Because guess what? Low vibe conversations are fun. They're so easy. It's so easy. The content is always there. Go check Facebook. Go check Instagram. Go check anywhere. Low vibe conversations are everywhere. Oh my gosh, did you hear about that person? I don't even know them. I don't even know them, but I'm guessing that this is their situation. Can you even believe that that happened? I wonder what happened. I wonder if it was X, Y, or Z. I don't know who they are, but let's keep having this conversation. Oh my gosh, they died. What? Well, I don't really know them, but right? How often are you in conversations like that? Because I am telling you it's energy draining and it's affecting your ability to chase your goals. And you're going, no, it isn't Hannah. You're crazy. No, it is. It's a vibe thing, I'm telling you. High vibe, low vibe. What is a low vibration conversation? Usually it is ridden with gossip and excuses. And victim mentalities. 
and I lived the victim. I was the victim of my entire life. The whole thing. Life didn't work out for me. Life didn't happen for me. It wasn't supposed to. Oh, what was me? Oh, my knee. It wasn't my knee. It was that I gave up. That I let other people tell me what what could happen for me and what couldn't. And I let it stop me. And that victim mentality, that low vibe mentality is running rampant. And it is going to be hard for you to choose success over excuses because so many people live in excuse land, right? Oh my gosh, Hannah, hi, it's so nice to meet you. You want to write a book? Oh, wow, yeah. (laughs) That takes a lot of consistency. Good for you. You can totally do it. Yeah. Um, What's your book about? Oh, The Death of a Tree. Mm, I don't know if that's the title. Yeah, that sounds really negative. I don't... mm. Oh, okay. Wow, it was really great to meet you. But I just... I don't think you're going to be the right person for me. Because I don't need people who think how I used to think. I don't need people to try to draw me back into that way of thinking. It has been hard to get to this point. I am looking for people who have the ability to expand my mind, not shrink it. Right? And I think it's harder as you continue to grow to decide who's worth bringing along with you. Because most people aren't going to be up to the level that you're at as you're growing right? Because they're going to come on board as they see you actually committing and changing your life. They'll come on board after you, right? So it starts with you listening to this podcast and then you decide that you're maybe going to write some dreams down and maybe you'll even do this crazy greatness grounding thing. I don't know, maybe you will and your confidence will grow. And over time, you'll start moving in the direction of whatever it is your dream is. And all of a sudden your vibe changes. And all of a sudden you have this moment that I've been talking about this whole podcast. And You'll change over time. You'll be a light versus darkness. You will. And people will see that. And they'll gravitate towards it. And they'll want to know what you're doing. And and how you did this. And how you got there. And the cool thing is, like, all abundance aligns with that kind of activity. And so you'll have to decide at some point who you bring along with you because those people are still going to be in those mindsets. They're coming, okay? But like some people just want to jump on board for the sake of jumping on board because the other people are jumping on board and it seems cool at this point. So yay, let's be positive. It's not about positivity. It isn't. I am telling you that that, like I grew up in a, I'm doing quotes, positive environment, right? It's not positivity. Like that, that alone may stop you. It is just choosing success and not choosing excuses. Because if you're choosing success, you can't bring the baggage of excuses along with it. You got to drop them off.
at some point. And at some point you will. And so will the people that are a couple steps behind you. They will if they decide that they're going to keep going. But you have to decide right now that you can't save everyone, that some people aren't going to make it to the other side. And it's not your job to go back and rescue them. Your job is to keep living your own truth as an example for them. Your job is to keep choosing success because if you grab too much of that baggage and they're all in that mindset space, you don't get to grow and expand. Eventually, you have to find people who can take you to that next place. You do. And some people are still choosing excuses. And if you choose too many excuse choosers, to bring along with you, they're going to start dragging you down and you might not be feeling the weight yet because you're excited and you're motivated and you're all of these things. But like, if you're asking for new people in your life and you can't find anybody above you or with a better mindset than you, then keep going. Don't collect these lower vibration people as like a chance to help. No especially with new ones, just, okay, mm, you weren't capable of taking me to that place. But thank you. It's great to meet you. Great conversation. Really love you. Keep going. At some point, success, and not like success at the cost of everyone, but if you're choosing success, you're going to have to give up on excuses. It's such a toxic mind place. Mind place? Mind space. Oh my gosh, MySpace, Facebook, mind space? Come on. Okay. You just, you can't grow there. And you can't grow in environments that live there. And so that looks like finding new people or at least bringing enough of the people that you can see trying along with you so they get there too. But everybody who's going through this has that moment where they choose success and give up excuses. And it's one of my favorite moments that happens for people. But everybody gets there on their own time. And I can tell you, if you're trying to save people, that act in and of itself may be the very thing stopping you from getting to that place. And I know that's hard. But it's okay. They'll come along. They might. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, you've made it all the way here. And I do want to tell you that this is like where the real listeners go to get the inside track. Because we have started to work with Brain.fm, which is an incredible meditation, creative focus app which actually helps with all of those things, focus, relaxation, creativity. Like I utilize it in so many different ways and I didn't realize that it was sort of the music app that I was lacking. And I was excited when they reached out to become an affiliate of this show um, and help my listeners utilize this platform for all the things that we talk about on this show because 
music is one of those things that allows you to tap in and go to a higher level quicker than you could if you were just doing it on your own. So this helped so much in my meditative practice. It helped me from the mind wander that was constantly kind of coming up. It helped when I was in workflow for my mind to not wander into the lyrics of songs. It helped sort of just create this white noise in the background. And then this was the most unexpected help that happened. (laughs) It also helped with like getting my kids to bed and waking them up in the morning. I noticed that the general frequency of what usually would have been an up and down experience sort of levels. And we all just experience this common calmness in all those instances where in a lot of nights and mornings, we'd have so many ups and downs. It leveled all of that out. So I'm excited. If you use the code, the death of a dream, you get 10% off of your subscription to that. Now, what I do love about it is that if it's not helping you, you can just end that subscription. So to try it for a month, it might cost you about three bucks. Okay. See if you like it, see if it works for you. And if it doesn't, you can always stop. Um, (laughs) But if it does, I think it's a really great way to tap into this self meditation, focus, presence work that we're always staying conscious of. I will have the link in the show notes every day for you to go ahead and check that on out. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, But you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day.